podcast. This is episode number five. I'm here as always with my good friend David. Dave, how are we doing? Hello, everybody. Good to be here. You are looking forward to the weekend, aren't you? Um, I've just had a good day so far. <laughs> Sorry, I've just realized I just started eating a banana, hey, banana um, as I started talking there. It's better than, you know, Chris. <laughs> Fortune cookies. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I know. No, I'm good. I'm good, my man. How are you? Pretty well, pretty well. It's, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Things are going well, at, uh, and the weekend is going to be quite warm, from what I gather. Well, it's pretty mild today. Well, for being the, the middle of November. Mm. Um, in, in the middle it's of pleasant. Of, yeah, pretty much the northeast. Of, well, it's the northeast of Scotland, which is, we don't get good weather at the best of times, so. Wow. This this, this year has been a rare year. It's been a pretty good year. It's been a pretty good year. But no, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Get stuck into to more jobs that we need to do. Ca- Castle Gordon. Castle Gordon. These are the things. <laughs> I'm fed up with it. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. Welcome, everybody. This is episode number five, and today we are going to be talking all about technology. I've got to be saying, this is, this is an episode that I've been looking forward to, mm. uh, because we've got so much to talk about. So we're going to try and keep it to the recommended time that we have set, but I, I don't know if we will. But before we get into it, I want to ask you a question, Dave. Okay. Last time, last episode, we said we'd do a recap of th- certain things. Yeah. Uh, for those that are listening, you'll know what we're talking about. Dave, you had a habit tracking. How did you get on with it? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I certainly... Um, I certainly got into back into running, so that's been a big plus. So it's becoming um, a habit. Yes, it is Good definitely news. becoming a habit. Um, I've been out twice. In fact, well, there was one day I was going to go up, get up, which was Tuesday, but I was actually pretty stressed in the morning because we were worried that my daughter Emily had chicken pox, Ooh, and that would have meant I would have had to reschedule my entire week. So I had that worry for her and her health and also for my own well-being having to potentially shift everything that yeah. I was doing. So I didn't run on Tuesday, but I did on Monday and I did on Thursday, um, which was yesterday. And how, so, and how is Emily? Has she got the chicken box? No, no, no. Thankfully that's, no. That's good. No, so it's you not come to, to anything, it. which is awesome. Although we will want to her to get chicken pox at some point which is that kind of weird thing as a parent that well, yeah, you know, it's mean, one of these things you want your kids to have so then it's dealt with and done and yeah because it can cause problems later oh yeah, yeah. as an adult it's not good no I didn't I, I think I got it when I was a kid so mm-hmm. safe enough for now good <laughs> yeah. was there panic going through your eyes there where you're thinking this is a house of pox yeah a little bit a little <laughs> tiny bit <laughs> I don't remember having it so you know if I contract it as a as an adult, that's well, not can, It can turn into shingles, I think. I, I think, think so, yeah. yeah. Not not something no. you want. No, I think you're safe. You're oh, safe, my man. That's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, in terms of myself, I was going to try out calendar blocking. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I've only tried it for two days. Okay. But what a productive two days it's been. Really? Yeah. I, I found myself giving... Uh, it was yesterday and today. And so far, so good. Um, but yeah, I found myself giving myself permission to do certain things because I blocked out the time to do it, which was so bizarre. And I didn't go too specific. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, uh, after this, it's just the rest of it until roughly five. It's just work. Mm -hmm. So whatever happens in there is fine. But I've got, you know, dinner set out, you know, food set out and like spend spend the evening with Anne-Marie, for example, you know, things like that. Um, 
but it's it's been so productive because this morning, for example, I've got somewhat of a morning routine now. Mm. But I've just blocked out as morning routine. So do what you want, but you need to get up at this time. You need to sleep between this time. It's been quite useful actually. So I think I might continue it. Awesome. I'm not sure how it's going to play out with the weekend yeah. because that's a, that's an enigma. Weekends are enigma. You know, if you're not, I find with work, you work Monday to Friday, you've got a routine there, mm-hmm. but the weekend, free time. Do you want to schedule your free time? I don't know if you do. You know, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll try it out and see what happens. Well, it's an interesting question because yeah. um, I remember me and Jenny, mm-hmm. my wife, for those of you um, listening, we had a day, we had a free Sunday recently, mm. and I remember actually putting it in the diary, because yeah. um, we've got a shared calendar on our, on our smartphones. Um, it's a clever idea. We, we blocked out that day so that both of us knew that that was going to be a day where we were just going to spend time as a family, we weren't going to put anything else in it, if you know... If, if grandparents or friends or whoever said, you know, do you want to do something? We mm-hmm. were gonna, we could say, nope, this is what we've got planned, and we stuck to it. So um, it was a good day. It was, it was an awesome day. It was good. cool. I can't remember exactly what we did, but I know, I know, it was a fun day. Just, yeah. just hanging out the three of us. Yeah. So it's, so it's, it's mainly just blocking out the time to give yourself again the permission to do something with someone or whatever it is. You know. I mean, but you've not actually got anything planned. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way of looking at it. I'm, I'm going to try it. I'll try it out and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, well, I'll update you later on about it. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we're talking about technology today. Mm. And what, a, what a topic this is because it just... It, I, I was thinking about the, the notes that I was going to write. And before long, it almost it, about 40 seconds in, as the spider web started going. <laughs> all different directions and I couldn't bring it back to something that we wanted to talk about because the, the, the word technology covers everything. Mm. It wasn't we're going to talk about social media, we're going to talk about the use of computers. It was everything. Yeah. Now, we're living in a world now of instant communication. Mm-hmm. The whole world. The yeah. world is tiny now because we can talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. We've, got an, uh, we've got access to information that is effectively infinite. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. It almost makes me sad because when I was growing up, I would ask my mom and dad a question and they would know the answer. Mm. Whether the answer was true, I don't know, but they had an answer. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Now, if I ask them a question, Google it. Yeah. What a horrible term. (laughs) (laughs) Google it, they'll know. Yeah, they do know. (laughs) They'll give you the correct answer. Mm. But that's what happens. And I'm, I'm fearful of kids growing up now that, that never have that. Your, your parents know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of parents do. You know, they stick to it, and I've I've seen it happen. But I hear more often now than anything now is just Google the answer. It's fine. Well, I think what you can do differently as a parent is say, um, well, why don't you know? If you don't know, say, well, why don't we find out together? Yeah, that's a lovely way of looking at it. Yeah. Well, because then you're not just putting yeah you're not kind of dismissing exactly you're 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 not just handing over to technology to to be the teacher you're you're actually using the opportunity to learn yourself whilst also giving yourself the opportunity to share something with someone that you care about absolutely 
That's that's a brilliant way of looking at it, actually. Mm. Yeah, let's put that in the show. There's a little tweetable answer that we don't have Twitter for. Yeah, we, spoke we might need to get one. <laughs> we spoke about that last time. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I like that, actually. That, that's a very interesting way of looking at, at yeah. certain things. But question I've got for you. I have a question every time. And I, yeah, this yeah. is the question. And I think I know your answer already. Okay. And I have an example to back it up. Okay. Is technology making humans unsociable? And I have a few examples of this, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, and in a lot of ways, yes, yeah. because we're and you see this in a lot of places. Um, you know, we're losing the art of conversation. Absolutely. Um, you know, because and, and Simon Sinek's got an amazing talk about this sort of stuff, but mm -hmm. um, because we're we're not communicating or we're perhaps communicating less in person even yeah. on the phone you know actually having Absolutely. a conversation we're having less conversations yeah it means that we're not then or there's a danger that we're not we're, we're missing pieces in that you know that communication um interaction yeah because you know, through through you know messaging, text messaging, WhatsApp, um, or any of the you know any of the communication platforms now, mm -hmm. um, it's like email. Email communication is an incredibly ineffective form of communication because the the emotion of any messages is put into the message by the reader, sure. not the person that sends it. That's true, and you can you can't convey tone totally, and that can cause problems mm. I, I know that's caused problems for me quick example actually but coming off of it when you don't say the words that you're wanting to say but you type them mm. you can miss out words mm -hmm. now I have a, a brilliant example of this because it happened to me and I felt so bad afterwards because I actually clicked send and I had to phone them to tell them I've missed out a word <laughs> right? professional email I actually put down says if you have any questions about what I've discussed please do not hesitate to get in touch. Now, what I did instead was miss out the word hesitate. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the, I think I missed out another word as well, but basically it just says, if you've got any questions, please do not get in touch. <laughs> please just piss off. Basically, <laughs> no, I, just, I had to phone them really quickly and said, don't read that email in the wrong way. I've missed out a word. If you've got a question, let me know. Now, mm. I've had to reword that entire sentence from now on, mm. because I'm fearful, I'll, I'll miss that out again. Yeah, <laughs> but it happened. These things happen. But if you read something and you think that came about across a little bit negative, mm. guaranteed it wasn't. It wasn't meant that way. No, totally. And I'm listening to a book at the moment. I've just started listening to it called "The Things You Only Notice When You Slow Down." Things you only notice when you slow down. I love that title. Yeah. So, so it's. Um, uh, for anyone who's based in the north east of Scotland may mm. find this funny, but it's by a South Korean gentleman called Heyman Suman, I think. It's this <laughs> it's first name is definitely Heyman. Heyman, that's quite good. Um and I think his surname Suman. But of course that'll only make sense to Northeast. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Himen. Yeah, basically. Himen, Himen. It's more of a call that yeah, so, an aggressive yeah, it is, call. It, it is Heyman. 
Sunim. I've probably Sunim. pronounced that wrong, but um, right, we'll just move on. And it's I don't <laughs> think it's a long book because it's um, mm-hmm. it's a three hour audio book. Okay, um, that, that's not long actually. No, not not at all. Oh, so that's quite interesting. Yeah, he, quite interesting. He talks about you know. Um, the fa- well, it's based on the fact that the pace of the world today is so fast that, miles an hour all um, the time, isn't it? but you know we create that ourselves because the oh, world totally because what our reality is our world mm-hmm. and we you know the amount of stuff we ha- have going on for ourselves then directly impacts how busy we are and and the pace that we move at. Well, this, yeah, I, I sort of understand this book already before even reading it, because mm. I, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, I've often taken a step back and just analysed what I'm seeing in front of me. Mm. Um, I mentioned the last episode as well about the, the theatre, mm-hmm. how I just looked down and saw these people on their phones yeah. instantly as soon as the curtain went down. Mm-hmm. What I also notice is people trying to do multiple things at once. Yeah. Another thing we're trying to do is is almost cut out human interaction altogether because computers are faster. Mm-hmm. Now, the saddest example I have of this is the self-checkout. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will admit... Supermarkets have become quite depressing places, haven't they? Oh, they're totally depressing, yeah. They always have been. Yeah. They always play that Christmas music in October that lasts until January. <laughs> I feel bad for the employees, to be honest. They have to listen to that all the time. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but no, I, I'll, I will admit that I prefer to go to a self-checkout. And I don't know why. Mm. But we we do is, especially the generation of, say, 40 or under, we, we sort of prefer it for some reason. Um, and it's to cut out all human conversation mm-hmm. at all. I, I don't want to speak to anyone whilst I'm doing this task. Mm. That's really sad yeah. in a way, but the efficiency gained from it sometimes makes sense. Mm-hmm. But have you ever been stuck at the self-checkout and you think, this isn't working? You've added something <laughs> into the basket which wasn't there before. And no, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, So it, it doesn't really add up. Mm-hmm. It'd be much easier to get somebody that's trained on the machine just to do it for you. But then you have to speak to them. Yeah. And that's quite sad that we don't want to do that. Mm. You know, ask them how their day is. Yeah, that that chit chat. I've actually found, um, I, I think I found myself avoiding self checkouts and really? actually going oh, to, um, particularly if it's a re- well, it, you know, when you buy an amount of food mm-hmm. or you're going to buy an amount of food and you could actually take it through self checkout, but it's kind of in that midpoint where you've got like so much yeah. that would be a pain in the arse to put it all through self-checkout. Yeah, I know what you mean. You'd be kind of spilling over the... Because they never give you the, the, the right no, there's never for enough a big room. shop. Yeah, well, because it's meant know? to be just for a basket. But some, I have yeah. found myself with a trolley going into oh, yeah, self-checkout. I've, I've well. Not many things in it, but yeah, a trolley, yeah. definitely. But now I find myself not doing that because actually I enjoy a bit of the interaction that you get oh, with someone who's, you know, working there. Particularly if it's someone that is interesting. Um, but just, but just to have that conversation, you know. I love that. You got to judge that very quickly, though, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a lottery. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. I do know what you mean. But going, we kind of go back to the idea of taking in more than one thing at a time, mm-hmm. because you'll often find people doing their shopping whilst on their phone, or yeah. you know, they're trying to do two different tasks at once. Now, multitasking 
is a myth, apparently. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, yeah it, it is. is absolutely true. We yeah. are only capable of focusing on one task yeah. at a time, but what we can do is shift our focus incredibly quickly. Yeah, pretty much instantly. Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. it, so it appears that you're doing more than one thing. I yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, but there are certain things that muscle memory takes over. Mm -hmm. So you're not even doing it. It's just your muscles doing it. Yeah. Fair enough. So here's another question. We're trying to take in everything. Mm. How much information do you think you're going to miss out on? Put it into percentage. For, for oh, it would be... It's the fear of missing out. We've heard that term. Yeah, yeah well... That's it, why people are staring at the screens all the time because they're trying to take in everything else. Yeah. In in that book that I mentioned, yeah. um, the author speaks about how, and it was quite comforting to hear him say it, that there's there's too much info. If we knew all there is to know, yeah. we would literally go crazy. We would oh, lose our minds yeah, because there is too much information. And I remember thinking, when I heard him say that, I remember thinking back to a kid, when I was a kid, and yeah. thinking how cool it would be to know everything. Well, this is it. It's to the wonder, isn't it? It's, to have yeah. all the knowledge in your head, you just, you it's all there and accessible. Absolutely. But actually, isn't, and that was a kind of, you know, a probably a slightly romantic idea as a kid, but as an adult, the practical side of me is saying, actually, that would just be too much of a burden. I think it'd be quite boring as well. Yeah. Because you're always, the thirst for knowledge is always there. And mm. if you don't have that, then what's the point? Exactly. You, know, you never what? want to get to a point where you're done. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So. And, I, and that was something that came up for me actually with uh, my coach mm. last week was that... Um, you know, the learning process is mm -hmm. constant. It, it keeps going. And actually, when you recognize that, you can take comfort in that because that means Absolutely. that, you know, nothing ever sh should be perfect. I don't think so. Imperfect perfection. There yeah. you go. Mm -hmm. I'll tweet that as well when I get to her. There we go. <laughs> no, I like, I like the idea of it. But to, to answer the question, mm -hmm. you'll miss out on roughly 100% of things going on. Yeah, I, that's the figure I was thinking yeah, about. Because I, I imagine that the amount of stuff that you can know in relation to mm -hmm. all the knowledge that's ever existed and will ever exist yeah. is just such a tiny, tiny, that's tiny proportion. It's yeah. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But we, we see people on their phones constantly scrolling, not taking anything in, but trying to almost look at everything that there is not not understanding it but but I've, I've noticed quite a lot of people just trying to capture everything as well which is a big deal for me but in a lot of ways people do that just to distract themselves and yeah. to be entertained yeah I, I don't think people can be bored now mm. I don't think the brain will let them now that we've got all these I don't know what you'd call them kind of pacifiers no that's Maybe, yeah. They're Maybe distractions. They're distractions, yeah, because if you're sitting on a train, for example, or on a bus or whatever it is, not doing anything, you're going to inevitably be bored mm -hmm. because you're not physically doing You're not active. You're not, your brain's not working. But there's something beautiful about boredom. And I <laughs> saw... Um, as well. We'll get the link to this. It's a TED Talk um, that I saw recently. I just saw a clip of it. And... Um, 
the the speaker was talking about the nature of boredom mm -hmm. in relation to how our minds work and that because now we are so reluctant to be bored yeah. because there's always something that we can do to occupy our mind oh, of course but actually the act of being bored well the act of allowing your mind the space to just think mm -hmm. it's in those moments where we get to access yeah. the unconscious mind and the subconscious absolutely which is actually often where we find answers to problems that we've been looking for it's yeah. that it's that idea that you know you're trying to remember something and no matter how hard you think about it, the answer doesn't appear. But what yes. does happen is, I know what you mean. say a few days later, it just all of a sudden comes to you when you're driving the car or in the shower or, you know, because actually it's your unconscious mind doing its thing Working and eventually away. giving you the answer that you've been looking yeah. for. And I, th I think that's why, that's why meditation's become mainstream mm. is because we've, a lot of people have understood that there's so much to do and so much to take in that mm -hmm. they need to take it all back. Yeah. Now, what I'll do is I'll, I'll ironically recommend an app okay, for yeah. meditation. <laughs> so I'm trying to get people off technology, but for purpose. You know? yeah. If it's for a purpose, no issues. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll get a link to the TED Talk as well um, once we find it. Yeah. <laughs> of course. But um, I think I've got it saved on my Facebook page. Ideal. Ideal. Um, we're talking about experiences now this is a problem that we've had for a little while and a lot of people don't understand what i'm talking about we spoke about it earlier as well mm. is if you go to like a concert for example everyone is trying to view it through their phones mm -hmm. because they're busy recording and you've spent a lot of money to be there mm. now when did we get so awful at experiencing the best that the world has to give that mm. is the problem i've got now i wrote an article on it Experience the experience is called. We'll put a link to it as well. But I'm going to read you a little expert uh, excerpt of it. I say little. Mm -hmm. It's about about you big. Okay. All right. So if uh, tell me what you, your thoughts on it is. If you go almost anywhere in the world, a restaurant, a concert, a beach, even Mount Everest, the next time you have an experience, no matter how significant, take a second to look around. Just be yourself. You will see someone on their phone taking a picture. Mm -hmm. check in social media or simply check in to see if there's a Wi-Fi signal mm. it's awful so why aren't we experiencing these things at a concert people filming it on their phone why did they buy a ticket they could have watched it on TV plan, a, plan and travel to go only to look at the tiny screen in front of you whereas you're only 20 feet away from the actual person go to a restaurant with your closest friends or your family. You're all around the table and you have one, your phone in plain view on the table. When you're doing that, you're sending a subtle message to the people you're with. A little tiny message, unconsciously or subconsciously, subconsciously, that you are important until this thing goes off mm. and then you're second best. That's exactly what we're saying. So wouldn't it be more enjoyable to say I was there and actually mean it. Mm. And that's all I'm going to read from now. But there is a, there is an article for it. I'll put a link to it. But it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah, I heard Simon Sinek, to mention him again, I heard mm. him saying almost 
Really? What you said. Yeah, funnily enough. That's quite weird. Um, it was something at the end there that you said that I'm sure I saw him in a video um, where he was speaking about um, mobile devices. Mm-hmm. And he said exactly that. He was demonstrating what your perception of him is if you're if he was if he's holding his okay. phone. He, honestly, that's weird that you yeah. you've never seen that video. No, I promise I haven't plagiarized this, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we it's obviously a problem. Seriously, you yeah. should you should you should watch the video because yeah, there will be almost well. word for word part of that was what he said. So you've oh. had the same insight. Well, now it now it just looks like a plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll have a look for it and uh, I'll put a link to it as well when we do find it. I wonder, I'm just thinking about this in the moment, and I yeah. wonder if that we have got, our lives are so busy yeah. that we've got so much going on mm-hmm. that we feel that, we've. I guess we've kind of gotten used to you know, relying on these mobile devices to mm-hmm. hold information for us. Yeah. So we're actually getting out of the habit of holding information and memories ourselves. We're relying on devices to hold them for us. That's and we're true. getting into the habit of doing it. Mm-hmm. So that means when we're going to experience events, we're seeing our devices as a means of then capturing that moment so that we can remember it better. Yeah. And actually, if we just experienced the moment, our brain would do it for us. Yeah, your, your brain's a better supercomputer than that thing. Exactly, you know? because I'm sure if you went to a concert and you you recorded good chunks of it, mm-hmm. if, if you went back to look at any videos or photos, which, which you don't. you're probably not going to do anyway, <laughs> no, you because you're, you're so focused on the future and what's next and the next thing, yeah. that... Going back to you know, going back to it, say a year, two years later, you're you probably look at it and not, or you're likely to look at it and not actually remember yeah. what it was like. This is true in that yeah. moment. Yeah, this is absolutely true. Almost like you weren't there. Well, well, this is it. Yeah. Now, we spoke about in the first episode that we've done. We spoke about experiences that we'd had. Um, I spoke about my skydive. Mm. Now I got that recorded. Yeah, I didn't record it though because I wanted to experience it. Yeah, same with your bungee jump. I saw the video for your bungee jump. You weren't recording that. No, although that would have been a cool video. <laughs> it would have been really cool. <laughs> Me screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the idea is that you remember that quite fondly. I remember my skydive quite fondly because yeah. I was actually experiencing. I remember it. my skydive very fondly as well. Oh, and yeah, it was skydive as well. Ten yeah, years ago. See, you you remember these things because mm-hmm. you weren't looking at it through the screen. You yeah. were staring at the ground, hoping you don't hit that very hardly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you you've got a point there. Is you people don't go back to what they look at, mm-hmm. uh, what they record rather. They just don't. They put it online for other people to see because mm-hmm. they want to show off where they've been. Mm-hmm. Fine, you know, great. But the chances of you actually going back, remembering that fondly, mm-hmm. not a chance. No. Not a chance in, in life. But we talk about. I don't know, I don't know how, you, how you feel about New York, but I've always been the impression New York is the hustle and bustle, everything's a million miles an hour. Mm-hmm. That is what our digital lives have become. Yeah. Everybody's. Um, New, New York's a cool place. I've, yeah. only, I've been there once. It okay. was back in 2002. It was the year after 9-11. Mm. And it was a... Uh, I guess it was a strange place at that point. Because it would have they been, were yeah. still coming to terms with what had happened. 
Um, but what I uh, was stunned by was um, having never been to a place like that before. Yeah. I think it was the first time I'd left Europe. And um, it was the scale of the place. Yeah. And hundred stories high. And yeah. Like that, yeah. So you could spot the tourists because <laughs> everyone, all the tourists are walking around with their eyes up in the head up Straight in the up. air, yeah. um, which is almost the complete opposite to what you find in day-to-day -day life now because most people, their heads are down in screens. That's quite weird, isn't it? That's quite strange. Mm. Yeah, but that's, that's what digital life is, you know, like New York. I've, I've, ne I've never been to New York. I plan to go. It's, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, I've been told it's a hell of a place to visit. So mm -hmm. I will, I will head, head there one day. But if you imagine your digital life laid out, Mm. it's just chaos yeah now the reason that one of the reasons i think this is um um i've got a i've got a solution as okay. well well part of a solution not a full solution i've got okay. to admit because it, i've tried it it doesn't work all the time but it works a lot is how many websites have you signed up to oh that you yeah just in general that that you pretty much that you forgot about yeah <laughs> and you get the emails you know got latest offers all this kind of stuff there's a website out there called deceit me Deceit.me. Okay. I'll put a link to it as well. Was that D E C E I T? 80. 80. Okay. Dot me. And basically, what this website does, I don't think it's the only website out there that does this, but it's the one I found. Um, you type in your email address and it'll find the subscriptions you've got and you can delete them. Quite interesting. You can send, um, you can send emails to the company saying you want accounts to be deleted and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was really clever. But I was surprised at how many <laughs> accounts I had linked to my email address. I'll bet. There was over 200. Wow. Yeah, that was, blew my mind. Blew my mind. But I'll put a link to the website there. There is a couple of others, but with this new data protection law, they've kind of not worked. They're an American company. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to work out how to use it because there are a couple that's not really yeah. complying with it. But I'd be interested matter. to try that. It surprised me. I've, I've, I've got to be honest. It really did surprise me. But after doing it, somewhat of a digital clutter that I've done, I've, I've worked this out pretty well um, because all of my documents are now on the cloud. They're they're organized quite nicely. Nice. I know where everything is. And I feel so much better for it. <laughs> Honestly, it's like a weight has been lifted. Well, you've purged. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. And I have gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, stuff that I didn't realize I, I had. You know, there was... Even things like pay slips that I scanned from seven years ago, eight years ago. Why am I keeping them? Mm. You know, nothing bad has happened. I, it's not on. It's not the legal issue for me to keep them. It's the, the company needs to keep them. So why am I keeping them? <laughs> All this kind of stuff. You know, digital clutter. Even going through your photos. Mm. That was a big thing because a lot of my photos are backed up to Google Photos. Okay. Going back three or four years, going. Oh yeah, I remember that. Delete. Delete. And I went from like 4,000 photos down to about 600. Um, and I feel great. I kept the ones, obviously, that I really like mm -hmm. um, and that I'm, I'm quite happy with. But a lot of them are nonsense, like pictures of food. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, oh, that was a good meal. Get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, a little bit of a solution. that This website, deceit.me. But I, urge, mm. I would urge you to, to have a little declutter on your digital life as well. Mm. So, so beneficial to me. Yeah, um, and I'd like to see what the what the results are for you as well. Mm. Um, so we've spoken about a lot, a little bit about technology and the way it impacts our life. Mm -hmm. Got any pieces of advice 
With technology. I have seven. Seven. <laughs> well, I guess there's probably a lot of advice that you can give around how we are. I guess it's probably more to do with our relationship mm. with technology and um, probably just being more aware yeah. of our habits and behaviours around it. Um, it's interesting you I mean, mentioned that, actually. I, don't, I can't remember if I mentioned this before or not, but um, I got incredibly drunk at a wedding in London in <laughs> August twenty uh, yeah uh, in story, August of twenty seventeen it was a it was a Anglo Turkish well like a Scottish Turkish wedding brilliant and um, it was very very boozy it started off myself and my friend Roger we got um, on the red eye down beers at the airport um, got some breakfast at the airport. But we didn't then eat again until around three or four o'clock in the afternoon okay. and drank consistently Oof. until, well, th throughout the whole day. Yeah. Um, ended up, I passed out in some doorway in the area of Hoxton <laughs> in London, full kilt, um, and I've only got flashes of memory. Um, I recall that some a female voice telling me that I need to wake up because people are taking photos of me. Oh, my God. Um, and then I think the same female managed to somehow carry me to the hotel I was staying at um, in, in Hoxton. And um, I woke up the next morning. My phone had gone. My Apple Watch had gone. My phone oh, no. was was my wallet as well. Yeah. And that was a horrific hangover. Yeah. Having to then deal with the fact that I was terribly hungover and the fact that you know these possessions had disappeared yeah. and also my wife had been trying to get a hold of me and was obviously concerned because she had not heard from me in at least 12 hours, didn't yeah. know what was going on. Um, and despite that experience, <laughs> one of the beautiful things that happened was that I learned about my relationship with my phone and alcohol and alcohol <laughs> yeah um definitely not doing that again yeah. but um i remember as well i got back i woke up the next morning and my kilt shoes one of them was the actual sole was hanging off oh my and there was gaffer tape on it someone had someone tried to tape up my shoe brilliant and I, didn't, I didn't remember any of this it was wild it's incredible anyway um yeah, I realized because I'd never not had a mobile phone from the point I'd first got a mobile phone. Yeah. I'd never, ever not had one because I'd never lost one before. I'd never broken one. Um, I'd never had one stolen from me before. I'd always had a mobile phone. Sure. And it highlighted to me some horrendous behaviors that I had mm -hmm. in that it just was a constant distraction. It was distracting me from, you know, conversations with my wife, from, you know, time spent with with my daughter Emily yeah and I went three weeks without a phone and it was absolutely beautiful it was like uh it was just nice to have a break it's and strange, not feel it? that compulsion to check the device to check Facebook to check you know your social yeah. media accounts because I was just in the habit of checking yeah. when there actually wasn't anything to check Oh, I know how you feel. <laughs> so my advice would be twofold, would be particularly with mobile devices, would be 
to give yourself a break once、mm-hmm. in a while. Maybe even have like a day a week or a week a year or something where you get to detach from it、okay. to really see how you what your relationship is with it.、Yeah. But also. Try turning off all the notifications on your phone. That's literally my first one. There we go. So we we know it's the problem. Yeah,、uh, yeah. No, there's a there's a guy that um that it's got a book out. Patrick Rowan, his name is,、uh, and his book's called Enough. Okay. And from the title, you can pretty much guess what he's alluding to.、Mm. But part of what it is, is I'm gonna write that down. Oh, I've wrote it down as well. Don't worry. Awesome.、Um, what part of what he's talking about is the incessant nature. Habitually check your phone. Yeah, not for anything, any other purpose. Um, basically, he's just saying just just turn it off. There's there's nothing to look at. Just turn it off. Um, but I'll pop a, a link into that as well. But yeah, that was that was going to be my first one as well. Turn off the notifications. Sorry to steal that from me. No, I I wouldn't. I'm, I'm glad you said <laughs> it as well. Glad, but but the we're re- on the same page. Yeah, I mean the reason for it that I discovered is if you turn off your notifications, you're going on your phone on your terms. Yeah. Uh. Granted, there's a few difficult days at the start. There, thinking, what, what if I've missed something? What if I miss? And you check it more often. But pretty soon, you realise that there's nothing to check, as you just mentioned, and you start to slowly whittle that down to next to nothing.、Um, but if if you access your phone and check up on it every time the thing goes off, the phone's controlling your life.、Mm-hmm. You need to turn that off. Yeah. You turn off the the notifications that that it's not necessary, like a text message, a phone call. Fair enough, you know. But things like Facebook, Instagram, you know, you do not need to know if someone else has liked your bathroom selfie from two years ago. Yeah, you know, it just happens. These things just happen. So yeah, turn off the notifications. That's the biggest piece of advice that we could offer.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also got sign out of things. Okay. The reason for it is now I was doing a talk、um, in the past couple of weeks. There are a few actually,、uh, but if we sign out of an app or a, a web page. We will think twice before going back onto it、mm. because it takes that extra three, three seconds、mm-hmm. to log back in. Yeah. But if we are still signed in from Facebook app or whatever on your phone, and you just click back onto it, you're instantly there.、Mm. But because you need to sign back in, you will think twice about doing it. Yeah, that's interesting. It's quite a it's quite a weird. I I played a little bit of an experiment、um, with myself and my partner Anne Marie,、um, where we signed out of our our accounts and. From going from like something like thirty times a day that we check it, it went down to seven. Because I'm that lazy that I didn't want to sign in. <laughs> <laughs> What makes it worse is I've got a password manager, so it almost does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to sign it. God, I don't got time for that. <laughs> cool, it works.、So、it does. It totally works. And when I do sign back in, I notice oh, I've got one notification because the Daily Mail has told me that they've got a new story up. I just turned that off. Turned off notifications for everything. <laughs> But yeah, the other thing I've got—that's only two. I've got five more to go. Uninstall your unused apps. If anything else, it's to save your space on your phone. Yeah. I know. For, for example, it's not really an issue anymore because we seem to be getting more and more space.、Mm-hmm. But it used to be a, a, an issue where we take so many photos or we'd have so much music on our phones that the apps just took up room we didn't have. But also, it's more of a decluttering thing as we went back to digital declutter. Just get rid of the stuff you don't use.、Mm-hmm. Why do you have it? Yeah. Simple as that. Delete your unused accounts. We've already spoken about that. Yeah. Cool little website, deceit. dot me.、Mm. I think that's how you say it, but I'm going with it anyway. Yeah.、Um, the number five is, is a little bit of a 
difficult one to explain, but we're talking about privacy, and it's an okay thing to have. Mm-hmm. You know, pri- privacy is an okay thing to have, but the people that I've spoke to, um, 16, 17-year-olds, for example, they live their lives online. Everything that they do, every thought that they have goes online somewhere. And I've been speaking to them a little bit, saying, why don't you just not post that? You know, that little nice little thought you just had, don't post it. Like, no, but why, why wouldn't I do that? Because you're not, you don't have to. You know, you're, you're telling yourself that you have to do these things and everything online, it's, it's, not, it's not a nice way of living. What more is it in a security point? The more, the more you put online, the easier it is for hackers and criminals yeah. to play around with it. Totally. The one objection, this is, this is number six, the one objection that I always face when I tell people, why don't you just leave your phone? Just leave it alone for a few hours. <laughs> the one objection. And what if someone needs to get hold of it? There you go, the just-in-case yeah. rule. Mm-hmm. The just-in-case rule. That is... Okay, so I played some scenarios out with a couple of people that I've spoken to about this. And it was it was ridiculous because I spoke to a school about it. And one of the one of the pupils, I said, just why, why would you come to school with your phone? Why not just leave it at home? Just in case my mum and dad needs to phone. Said, well, the school's got systems for that, so that's rule number one gone. But but what if what if one of them gets knocked down, and or somebody's following me or something like that? And I responded. It took me a little while, but I responded with, "How often has that happened?" You know, I'm not saying that'll never happen, but how often has that happened? You cannot justify that rule for that thing that hasn't happened yet mm. and may not happen in the future. It probably won't happen. Must be fair. Be vigilant about it, and you won't. It won't you won't get knocked down by a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, but these these things, these are the problems people face, and they can't seem to find the answer. Just just leave it alone. There's, there, that's your answer. But the last one I have um, was something that I was backed up with quite significantly by teachers and the parents when I spoke to the classes about it. Uh, to be honest, I speak to a lot of people about it, even people at work, and it's sad that the answer they have is they have no answer. Mm-hmm. It is, do you have a hobby? Because mm. if you don't have a hobby, you're going to spend your time on social media, finding out what everyone else is doing. Totally. But what you're doing when you have a hobby is basically becoming interesting. Mm. Yeah. It's just, also opening the world up. Just that little or Your world more. up to new possibilities. Well, this is it. I mean, how are you go, ever going to find a job that you're really passionate about or you really enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. When you don't do anything. Exactly. You need to have an interest. Totally. So, so trying to break that through to 15-year-olds is ridiculously difficult, mm-hmm. by the way, just so yeah. you know. But it was so true. And if you, let's say, what you do is become interesting when you learn a musical instrument or you pick up another language or you play a sport or something, mm-hmm. you know, you have that little bit of a story to tell. Yeah. Now, what is your story if you spend all day on social media? Mm-hmm. Nothing. You don't have a story. You you can tell other people what other people are doing. Great. But that's it. But you're not you know, you're not really experiencing anything there. You're just entertaining yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, those, those are my seven little pieces of advice. Um, as expected, we have run over time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with it though. It was, it was a good chat. Uh, yeah. I, I was quite enjoying it actually. I was getting wrapped up in in everything that went on. Mm-hmm. But we've got quite a bit of of show notes. Um, one piece, one app that I will wholeheartedly tell you to download, um, which is funny because it's technology again. Um, <laughs> it's an app called Forest. Now, I know we're not getting paid for saying this, but I love it. 
I love the Forest app. Basically, it, it, it's, it's sort of like a, they're playing hardball with you, if I'm honest. Uh, but what you do is you click OK on it and it says Start. It'll run for a selected amount of time, 10, 20, half an hour, whatever it is. And if you do not touch your phone before that clock runs down, the apple grew a tree. <laughs> I swear to God, this is actually true, right? I have it on my phone and it is fantastic. Oh my God. Is this like a new age Tamagotchi kind of kind thing? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But the, the principle is brilliant, right? Because if you grow a tree, fantastic. But if you touch your phone before that clock hits zero, it'll kill it. So it's a little bit of a game. Okay. Oh, okay. It's a little bit of a game. I urge you to download it and try it and tell me how you get on with it. Mm. But genuinely, this is this is a real thing. <laughs> um, pretty soon, if you if you use it every day for half an hour or whatever, you'll have a forest. Hence mm. the name. Uh, I absolutely love the idea, and I downloaded it immediately, and I've been using it ever since. Okay. I'll admit, some of the days it's quite difficult. Yeah. Because I forget that I need to phone somebody or something going on that I need to mm. use my phone for. Mm -hmm. um, so I have killed quite a few trees. You bad man. Uh, tell me about it. It's but the longer the, the, the longer that you you put on the clock, the bigger the tree is. So it starts off ten minutes as like a little little bush kind of thing, <laughs> <laughs> and then half an hour is an actual tree, and then an hour or whatever it is is a massive tree for it. It's a brilliant app. Honestly. So if you like turned your phone off for twenty four hours. Oh, you can't turn it off. Oh, you can't turn it off. No, because oh, the clock still needs to run. Oh, that's tricky. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think the maximum is... Could you put it on, like, flight-safe mode? I think so, because I don't think it requires any internet connection mm. to work. It's just mm. a countdown timer. Okay. Um, very clever app. I absolutely loved it. Interesting. It's, like I say, it's bringing a game into getting off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of just saying, don't use it anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's bringing a game into it. I, I urge you to download it. Have a little go of it. Cool. Um, so I think that's pretty much all we've got to say. Have you got a takeaway? I think that we should introduce this into every episode we do, by the way. A takeaway. Uh, take something to take away from the episode. Um, I think, you know, because it's technology, just going back to making sure that you're more aware of your relationship with mm -hmm. it. Deploy more self-awareness with your relationship with technology. I love that idea, to be honest. My, my takeaway um, is... Basically, what we've just spoken about really is what you had just mentioned. Be aware of what you're doing, mm. but the, if you take anything away from it, I would I would certainly download the Forest app, <laughs> genuinely, or turn off your notifications. Yeah, those are the two things that I would recommend to do. Yeah. Um, so basically, that's it for today. Uh, next time we're going to be discussing something completely different. Yeah. Uh, but we have spoken briefly about it in the past. I'll, I'll leave it to a mystery for people to come up to us next time awesome um, and, and yeah I, I don't know if you've got anything left to say David no nope. nope. sayonara people alright and we will see you next time thanks so much for listening guys Thanks.